0: Welcome to Episode 2 of the FM Home Loans IBL Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. On today's episode, we'll recap an exciting Week 6. Then we will have the pleasure to speak to Co-Commissioner Dovi Rabinowitz. And finally, to wrap up this week's episode, we will preview Week 7. Before we get to the recap, uh, just some notes on our media and how you can contact and follow us. First of all, our Facebook page. You can please visit and like our Facebook page, AFI Israel Basketball League. That's AFI Israel Basketball League. You can also check out our website afibasketball.com uh, There you can see our weekly recap articles, game schedules, standings, and much more. Finally, if you have any questions or comments, please send them to afibasketball media at gmail.com That's AFI basketballmedia at gmail.com. Without further ado, here is our Week 6 Recap. Let's start with our FM Home Loans Game of the Week, which was broadcast live on our AFI Israel Basketball League Facebook page, um, it was Shraga against Shalvim. Shraga came away with a 60-52 win. Um, it was fast-paced from the opening tip. Schraga star Max Liebowitz did not disappoint. He scored 22 points, scored in a variety of ways, including pull-up threes on drives. He's a really impressive player, and he had help. Uh, Dovey Marcus chipped in 15 points, and Josh Dukas added 14, including some clutch free throws to put the game on ice. Um, Shalvim had a big size advantage, but they struggled to take advantage. Both big men, Stevie Paul and Moshe Bennett, were saddled with foul trouble all game long. Um, they were led by guard Noah Pomerantz, who's, who carried the scoring from the backcourt. Uh, Shraga with the win improved to four and one. Shalvim with the loss dropped to four and two. Next, we had SY Savages defeating Torres Chaim. Torres Chaim's bid at an undefeated season ends each team is now four and one savages 48 torres Chaim 43 the savages came out in a 2-3 zone um which really baffled torres Chaim, and led to a 26-18 halftime lead for the savages but torres Chaim started the second half on an 11-0 run leading to a savages timeout and ultimately the savages made more Big plays and key moments than Torres Chaim. Alan Franco for Savages, who was quite all game, was shut down mostly by Zevi Grala. And he told me after the game that uh, he noticed in the final couple of minutes uh, a mix-up on Torres Chaim defense, leaving him wide open for a three-pointer at the top of the arc when Savages was up two. And that was a dagger three, which ended up equaling the final margin of... Of 5, 48 43 Savages. So the Savages, now 4 and 1, their only loss was to Ashrenu in the last game. And Torres Chaim now 4 and 1, with this being their first loss of the season. So, as we mentioned, Shraga, Savages, and Torres Chaim also hit at 4 1, and they are joined at 4 1 by Gold Seals, who came away with a 74 40 victory over Rap City. The Gold Seals started the game up 10 0. And then Rap City went on a 10-0 run of their own. But Ellie Gruenberg, mentioned by David O'Ratts on last week's podcast, is one of the, of the top players in the league to watch. Um, he led the Goat Seals to a 34-point comfortable victory uh, to create a four-way tie atop the standings. So, Shraga, S.Y. Savages, Torres Chayim, and Gold Seals. Gold Seals' only loss was to the aforementioned Torres Chayim. Rap City, very scrappy team. They drop to two and three with the loss. Next we have A Rafi and Tommy's and a hotly contested matchup against Power Mishnah. A Rafi and Tommy's came up with a fifty to forty-five win to improve to three and two on the season. Power Mishnah dropped to one-three. Power Mishnah started the game up ten two, which led to A Rafi and Tommy's timeout. And then out of the timeout, A Rafi and Tommy's went on a fifteen-o run. To go up 25-21 at the half. Power Mishnah focused on shutting down Adam Odovich's shooting. Adam Odovich, another guy mentioned by David Oretz on last week's podcast. Uh, they they shut down they shut him down from the outside, but he still was able to affect the game in so many ways via his passing, his his driving, and his defense. Um, and he had a great game to lead a Rafi and Tommies. A Rafi and Tommies at three and two. Their losses are to Savages. And Cross River Mooseheads, they actually defeated Shalavim. So uh, they have an impressive resume and and they are near the top uh, of that tier one, maybe just a little bit below. Uh, Their losses, as mentioned, one of them to Cross River Mooseheads, who themselves came away with a dramatic five point victory over Lobos to improve to three and one. They won by a score of 42-37. The Lobos dropped to 3-2. and two. The Mooseheads focused on shutting down Lobos star Alicia Rudman, and they did that pretty successfully. And um, it, it was a defensive battle, as you can tell from the 42-37 score. So last week's loss for the Mooseheads towards Chaim in our game of the week uh, remains the Mooseheads' only loss on the season. The Lobos' two losses are to Shraga and Cross River Mooseheads. And their wins are against Pittsburgh Strong, Australian Holy Bagels, and Falafel Ballers. Those were all by comfortable margins, all by at least 14 points or more. So the Lobos seem to be kind of in between uh, the the top tier and, and the middle one. So they are certainly one to watch out for. Next we had Invaders getting off the schneid with their first win of the season. They defeat Falafel Ballers 45-42. The Falafel Ballers had a dramatic come-from-behind win last week against Bad Boys. They were down 15 in the second half, and they closed the game on a 23-1 run, but they couldn't build off of it as the Invaders get their first win of the season. Emmanuel Dicker was great for Falafel Ballers in the loss. The Falafel Ballers dropped to 2-4, and, and the Invaders are now 1-4. and four. Next, we had... The Bad Boys, themselves on the losing end of that dramatic Falafel Ballers comeback, and they bounce back this week. They defeat uh, Shreanu Holy Bagels by a score of 56-49. The Bad Boys move to 2-2. Two two. Uh, Shreanu drops to 2-4. Ben Green, for the Bad Boys, was on fire from outside. Uh, Shreanu at 2-4. They clearly have talent. They are the only team to beat Savages, but they have some kind of baffling losses. Uh, the Bad Boys, on the other hand, they they have a flair for the dramatic. The seven point win today is actually the closest margin in either victory or loss that the Bad Boys have in the season. All four of their games have been within seven points. Next we have Pittsburgh Strong who defeated Alia Glory comfortably by a score of forty seven to twenty nine. Alia Glory had their first victory last week, but they could not build off of it. Pittsburgh Strong improves to three and three on the season. Uh, their wins have come against maybe some of the lesser teams. I shouldn't say lesser. Some of the next tier of teams, Rap City, Lockage Group, and Aliyah Glory. And the losses are to the top tier teams, uh, S.Y. Savages, Lobos, and Sharsherit Shalvim. Aliyah Glory drops to 1-5 with the loss. Now that we have you up to date with the results, let's get to our interview with co-commissioner Dovi Rabinowitz, last week we had the pleasure of having on the other co-commissioner, uh, David Oretz, said Dovi Rabinowitz was kind enough to give us a few moments of his time. He's, in addition to being co-commissioner of the FM Home Loans League, he, he has some various other titles, he'll he'll fill us in on that, and uh, we appreciate him getting on. So without further ado, enjoy this interview with Dovi Rabinowitz.
1: Okay, we now welcome on the co-commissioner, the other co-commissioner, or maybe David's the the other co-commissioner who we had last week, uh, but co-commissioner of the FM Home Loans League. Uh, he's also the co-commissioner of the Softball League, um, Dovey Rabinowitz. Did, did I miss any other titles?
2: Yeah, I'll I'll him for other co-commissioner. That's fine. That's mm-hmm. good. <laughs>
1: Well, what else? You you also are director of officiating of AFI, right?
2: That's yes, my 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 titles are. I'm the the author, as you said, co commissioner of the uh, FM Home Loans uh, basketball league and the FM Home Loans uh, Israel softball league. Um, the in 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 football, I now get to really focus on uh, on uh, officiating and being a, a, a rules nerd. Uh, as the uh, director of officiating for the uh, FI uh, Men's like Football League, and I'm the uh, director of All Star Israel Sports Camp. Oh, it's that's,
1: that's, uh, many hats that you wear. Well, uh, we really appreciate you taking some time out of your surely busy schedule to uh, to speak with us.
2: Good sure to speak with you.
1: So, uh, let's start with you and your your personal history with with these leagues. When did, when did you come to Israel? When did you make a, uh when did you get started with AFI?
2: Yeah, I was very lucky. I uh came to uh Israel um in high school as a uh in 87 dating myself there. Um and uh AFI uh was founded by uh the great Steve Levy in uh in the winter of 89-90 when I was a high school senior and uh my mother noticed uh, a little article in the newspaper. People are starting to play uh, with touch football. Back then, it wasn't. We hadn't discovered to play football yet. We hadn't heard of it. Uh, but luckily, it was right around the corner from uh, from my high school, and I came in, came down on Friday on a rainy Friday afternoon, and uh, we played touch football. And uh, that that was when the league was founded. And I've pretty much uh, been involved uh, ever since.
1: So so where was this? I'm assuming this wasn't Craft Stadium. It was Craft built yet uh
2: existed uh, back then it was a, an old abandoned soccer field that hadn't been touched uh, in years uh we played the first season of a t f i american touch football in israel at the uh at the Beitar practice uh field kind of next to uh next to Shari Tedek hospital uh there's a there's nice now it's a really nice uh field that it was a pretty nice field also that first uh, that first winter that's where a t f i american touch football in israel uh was inaugurated on that field and uh, you know, it's moved around over the years at the old YMCA field, which now uh, you know is a beautiful construction, you know, beautiful uh, apartment uh, uh, complex, and various other places all over the uh, city and outside the city, uh, until we got our home at uh, Kraft Family Stadium.
1: When and when was that? When did when was craft Stadium built? Hey, fifteen, sixteen years ago, something like that. It was like like nine uh, two
2: thousand and. Uh, something 2000 something, the early 2000s, it must must been about 16 years ago. Oh wow, I should know that.
1: No, no, that's okay. Um, and what? A- this was the 15th summer of no,
2: the 16th summer of uh, of camp, and and camp started that first year uh, that that we had Kraft Family Stadium. So, uh, you do the math. I do know. You know what? I'm going to say somewhere of 2002. Three, three, 2003. All right. You get it. Just in uh, ancient history. Yeah, exactly.
1: So, so that's the All Star Sports Camp that you run. You want, you want to talk a little bit about that?
2: Sure. All Star Israel uh, Sports Camp. Uh, started on, uh, started on, on, on craft field. And basically we were trying to figure out what to do with all those, uh, hours in the summer. And I always had a lot of fun as a, as a kid, as a camper and, uh, why, why stop being a kid, you know, keep, uh, uh, keep having fun. So we started this uh, camp with, I think, uh, 11 kids and one counselor. I was that one counselor. Um, and, uh, now, uh, uh, we've had a uh, great time, and, and, and the kids have probably had a great time, too. Um, and uh, we have now two locations, one uh, in Jerusalem. We actually um, uh, uh, moved uh, out of Craft, at least for last summer, probably this summer, to, uh, to uh, uh, the uh, Keshet field in Jerusalem. And we have another location in Hashmonaim, uh, where Yossi Fuchs uh, 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 used to be my assistant director, and really he was a lot more than that, and now he's the director there. Uh, in Khashmonaim, and we've got uh, uh, something like 100 kids in each, each location. And we have a lot of fun and you know, hopefully accomplish uh, some important things, too. The fun is important, too, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we talked about football. What about the other leagues? You you also run the softball and the basketball leagues. When did you get involved with those?
2: Oh, um, softball, I sort of started from uh, scratch because, you know, why stop uh, playing just because football? Football season is over, so you know softball comes next. So that must have been about 16 uh, years ago. Also, we uh, uh, started a uh, softball league, which uh, uh, um, uh, has been uh, great, a lot of fun, very nice atmosphere. It's uh, not that it's not competitive; it is competitive uh, at times. But it's as uh, uh, as as my co commissioner, the other co commissioners, you would say, Raffy Crystal lights always says. Uh, the sun is shining, the birds are chirping, it's a beautiful day, and that's very much the very, uh, as Rafi would say, the very geschmack vibe of uh, uh, softball. Uh, it's great, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I love getting up to uh, ump or just uh, 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 watch or once in a blue moon play, uh, still at, at my ripe old age. Uh, that's the, the softball league. And basketball um, was a little bit different Um uh, my dear friend Gary uh, Smith had been running uh, the basketball league already and it's kind of uh, evolved over the years and became a little bit more tied in with uh, uh, like integrated with the other uh, leagues when uh, when I got involved um, and uh, now of course the other co-commissioner Donald Arez, uh hmm. runs it very capably and wonderfully and it's a great league as well
1: yeah it really is it seems Dobie that anything you touch seems to be quite successful. I, I didn't I didn't realize that
2: uh no, I that mean,
1: uh, but the, the, the All Star Sports Camp. I didn't realize it it started so small and now it's it's a pretty big deal with multiple uh multiple locations. How
2: how hard I, I'm I don't always work so hard but boy, oh boy, that's those first couple of years running a camp, I had no idea how hard it was to run a camp. If I if I had, probably I would have been afraid to uh, uh, start. But I'm very glad I did because it it it's it's so much fun and such hard work and it's still such hard work. But uh, there's nothing like being running a uh, running a day camp. As hard as it is to to run a day camp with you know with 100 kids and 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 you know 20 uh, staff, it's much harder to run a day camp with a dozen kids and no other staff, right. <laughs> uh, but it, it it's great.
1: Yeah. So, so given the success of, of camp and, and all the leagues, especially football, that that's the one that I've noticed the most. Um, are there any visions you have for, for further growth in football or any of the other leagues that you can share with us?
2: Oh, um, I mean, look, it, it's, I think one thing I've learned really from Steve, from, from Steve Leewood. Uh, you know who really started it all is you know never start dreaming always think about you know uh, growing and win win and and there's so much look sports is such a great um, let vehicle it's such a great setting for 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 such wonderful things that you know that that, that kids can learn that adults can learn um about life. It's really, you know, it doesn't really matter who, who wins. Uh, I shouldn't be caught on tape saying this, but it doesn't really matter who wins a particular football game. I don't know if a
1: fan put that. Congratulations, by the way. I, I Oh, that was great.
2: It was a great through roll. All All these people that don't know anything about sports that are saying it was a bad game. It was a great game. What mm-hmm. great defense. Well, yeah, that well, was a great game. Um Anyway, Anyway, so sports is it, you know it, it's such a great uh, way to to develop things like individual skills, like working hard, which I did not know how to do before I got involved in all these things. Um, uh, uh, teamwork, responsibility, you know, having fun together—that's a great value. Um, and uh, so, so getting back to your question, I mean, this is the answer to your question. It's it's a great setting in which to grow, specifically where i think we'll be growing well i i definitely think that the um uh the basketball league and 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 the softball league in a way we're playing catch-up you know for football was around for you know a, a more than two uh, i guess two decades before we really uh started uh basketball and uh, and softball and there, there's a lot of catch-up going on and i feel like we're growing amazingly in both of those leagues but you know football is also uh uh growing what's gone on over the past few years in in football with the uh uh with the youth and the uh women's league is starting to happen also in uh uh in the other leagues uh, there's a, a women's softball league that we've been running for the past two years that really has been uh growing there's a lot of enthusiasm uh, for that um uh Rafi uh the uh, uh commissioner of uh, softball has yeah, uh, uh got got some uh plans and a lot of thinking going on about youth, uh, uh, softball, a lot of other communities that we can, uh, uh, reach out to, um, let's call it on the North side of town. Um, and I mean, the sky's the limit, you know, who knows? I, I think when, when we played that first, uh, that first rainy day of, uh, uh, football at, uh, you know, uh, 30, whatever years ago, um, uh no one dreamed of you know craft family stadium and and the hall of famers coming to visit and national teams that winning uh you know medaling in international competition uh you know that 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 the only um Israeli team to win a medal in international uh in in an in international uh world championship or Euro- European championship is flag football Really? It's, not a knock, it's not a knock against any other uh, other sport. I did not know
1: that. It's fascinating.
2: Oh, but the the uh, the Israeli uh, national uh, team, the men's men's uh, national team, and the women's national team have medaled in uh, in um, the uh, European Championship, and come pretty darn close in the in the, uh, in the World Championship as well, where I I uh, hope that this year they'll uh, they will. Um, so. Uh, so there's there's uh, ne- never hurts to uh, to think big and and uh, worst comes to us, it'll happen.
1: That's amazing, that's really awesome. Uh, before I let you go, Jovi, with with all the insight that you clearly have, what have you noticed about the what have you noticed about the players throughout the years? Uh, you know, looking back today at least, like has the skill level would you say improved or what what else can you give us?
2: That's something that 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 um. We always end. Up, we always find ourselves thinking about that this time of year because of the uh, Hall of Fame. You know, anytime you're talking about the Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, then you're, you know, we have a Hall of Fame in the in in football. We're planning on starting uh, one in softball and in basketball as well. Uh, speaking of uh, visions and growth, uh, so so anytime we are thinking about the Hall of Fame, it means that you're comparing different eras, right? So that's always a uh, you know a great question. You know, the you know the first couple of years, it's so hard to compare. You know, 25 years ago to to 5 years ago the the game really has uh uh developed you know and 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 the different leagues have developed okay well first first of all it's gotten more uh competitive the the competition uh not that people didn't care about it you know the first year of the league but um more goes into it as far as game planning you know strategic tactical um it, it's hard for me to say Really, it's hard for me to, to to be able to to definitively say that the skill level uh, is better. I you know I can think of I can think of players, um you know from from the from the first years of the league that I can't believe that anyone was more skilled. Um, um look, you know if you people always talk about it, at, at, you know in in the uh, in the NBA would Bob Cousy, you know, still be great? Um. You know, playing right now, and I think people that 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 really know, that know better than I, uh, feel have, have said, yeah, his game would be a little bit different, but it's not that he would be worse. There would there would be there would be certain certain skills that he would focus on more. Uh, there would be certain certain skills that, that you know that he would learn and he and 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 he would do well. Um. So you know, the great, the the greats are great, and you put them in a different situations, and they they find their way to be great. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I guess that's that that's what I would say. You know, there there are, you know, of course there are there are specific things that uh um that 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 you know the game evolves and, and you can, you know, pick uh, again if we're talking about basketball, so you know, everyone knows that uh that uh you know in the NBA now people have realized, you know, thanks to modern uh you know, metrics, uh that uh three pointer is far more valuable. Than a long two-pointer. Okay, that's you know you can you can you can pick those things and you you know that that's those those sorts of changes are are true at every level of the game as as as, uh, as I like to say from uh, from the NBA all the way up to the AFI. Right. But but um, the great find a way to be great.
1: Right. Well, for sure. That's that's a very interesting and in, insightful in answer. I really appreciate it. Um. All right, I think that's about it, uh, Dobie. I want to really thank you for for all that you do for for all the leagues and
2: um, for all that you do.
1: Thank you, Dobie. A lot this year. I appreciate that. I appreciate the opportunity as well.
2: It's like you know, so, you know something. I'll add one more thing, which is uh, which is which is true about the, about the leagues and about camp.
1: Please.
2: One of the great one of the one of the great pleasures um, I see it in camp, uh you know, all the time every year is. You know, a lot of times in camp, someone is only going to be a counselor maybe for you know a couple of years before they move on to you know some other thing. You know, into the army and then they you know a career somewhere else. And you know, sometimes we have the the privilege to you know have someone come come back and you know work for you know for years, you know, summer after summer, or even even around the year. You know, we're talking about someone like Yessie Fuchs, but it's also really a a privilege to kind of catch, catch someone as they, you know, pass through as they're headed on to whatever career they're going to do, wherever they're going to do it. It's a privilege to have that chance to work with them those few weeks, those couple of summers, those, you know, those couple of basketball seasons and, 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 and to remember to look for the opportunity to keep on working with them. So uh, without getting too personal, uh, you know, about you, it's, uh, it it's great to, you know, you, you, you were kind of in and out of the system, you know, a few years ago, and it's uh, it's really great to uh, to have you back and to, to you know explore other opportunities and new things like all the media stuff that uh, that you're doing uh, so uh, amazingly. It's it's great to have that chance. Uh, I really
1: appreciate that, Dovi. It's it's been a lot of fun for me, and uh, I appreciate the the kind words. All right, yeah, absolutely, Dovi. Thank you so much again for coming on. Um, hopefully, we'll we'll have you on again soon. Anytime. All the best. Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: I'd like to once again thank Co-Commissioner Dovey Rabinois for joining the FM Home Loans IBL podcast. Now let's get to the Week 7 preview. On Thursday night, we have 2 and 3 Rap City taking on the Invaders. Invaders, as we mentioned earlier, coming off their first win of the season. So let's see if they can get a streak going. City, on the other hand, has lost three straight, all by 17 or more, but they really like to battle, so this should be an interesting matchup. Following that, we have two 4 1 teams at the top of the standings Gold Seals against SY Savages. Savages coming off that huge win over TC. The Gold Seals only loss is actually to TC. It will be an interesting matchup of the stars. On the perimeter for Gold Seals, you have Ellie Gruenberg, and for Savages, you have the inside presence of big man Steven Mizrahi. So this should be a really fascinating game. Then on Friday, first we have Bad Boys at 2-2 two and two against Piazesnaz at 1-1. One and one. Uh, Team Piazesnaz, they have some catching up to do on the schedule. So they actually have two games this weekend. We'll get to the other one in a minute. Uh, Bad Boys, as we also mentioned earlier, each of their four games has been within seven points. So they seem to have a flair for the dramatic um, so it, make sure to tune in to this one um, Pizzetna is at 1-1 one one. Um, their win is actually against uh, Straight and Holy Bagels then next we have a really fascinating matchup between the two other first place teams so the four first place teams are actually battling with one another this week Again, on Friday, we have Gold Steelers against S.Y. Savages. And then this one, we have Shraga against Torres Chaim. T.C. Shraga is coming off the Game of the Week victory from Week 6. And Torres Chaim coming off that tough loss to S.Y. Savages. Both these teams are really fast. But they have really good guards. Uh, Torres Chaim has Shmuli Sauer in the middle, who actually missed the game last week. It's against S.Y. Savages, it should be noted. Uh, not stick anything away from the savages. It was a very impressive performance, and TC has lots of other really good players. But it'll be interesting to see how Shraga handles that. Shraga actually did a really good job against Shalvim's bigs. Uh, Chaim Weinstein in the middle for Shraga um, does a really good job there. Then on Motzei Shabbos we have a triple header, which we have three, in, three and one cross river Mooseheads against our Shalvim. So neither of these teams tied for first, but they they are definitely in that top tier. Um, it'll be interesting, the Shalvim Twin Towers of Bennett and Paul going up against um, the rebounding monster of Cross River Moosehead, Ari Eisenberger. Uh, that'll be a fun matchup. Following that one, we have logos at 3-2 and two against Power Mishnah at 1-3. and three. Uh, Don't let the records fool you. Power Mishnah, their only win was actually against uh, Shreinu, um, their losses are against three of the top teams: uh, Arafi and Tommy's, Shraga and Shalvim. They're, they're much better than the record indicates, and the Lobos, as we talked about earlier, maybe just a notch below that top tier. So this should also be a good matchup. And then finally, we have Piazzesna's second game of the weekend. Uh, they'll take on Lockage Group, at one and four. They had a bye last week. Uh, Lockage Group had a one-point win over Bad Boys a few weeks ago and they've lost three straight so that'll do it for episode two of the fm home loans ibl podcast thank you so much for tuning in we'll be back with you next week